Welcome to today's episode of Let Me Be Brief. I'm your co-host, Matt Basinger, and this feels weird doing the intro. I'm next to my good buddy, Andrew Carter. Hey, Matt. How you doing? I'm great. Um, <laughs> this feels weird for me, too, because I don't think I've been on air since, what, KCTV5, like five years ago. It's so, been a minute. It's we're, been here, a while. we're here in the Let It Fly Media studios. Uh, we have Miss Jackie Wise from Emprise Brank, uh, but have a very special guest today here. We have Tim. Tim Cowden is the CEO of the Kansas City Area Development Council. You may you have got heard it right. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, and there's a lot going on in Kansas City today. So we are, we are excited to talk all things Casey. Thanks for being here. Man, it's so good to be here. I appreciate the invite. So good to see you guys. Yeah, thank you. The first, the softball question, uh, what do you do? <laughs> well, first off, I have the best job in Kansas City because I get up every day and I get to market, brand, and sell. My team does. Kansas City as a region, 18 counties in both states, to the world. So companies that are evaluating different places to expand or relocate, mm -hmm. we work with them. We work with talent that might be looking uh, footloose. Hey, I'm tired of where I am. I want to go to an awesome place. And Kansas City is fitting the bill. So that's what I do. You have been doing this for 25 years. Uh, actually, right? actually longer. Just look at the gray hair. <laughs> and I have those two. Yeah. Like 30 plus years okay. in economic development, but about 25 years in Kansas City. Well, all the other stuff that doesn't Kansas City doesn't matter. Doesn't matter, does right? it? You know, right. Doesn't matter. The past. I have, I built my, my wife and I have built a family here. Uh, we built a life. We built a career. And um, although I am from Oklahoma, uh, I'm a Kansas City yep. through and through. That's a great place to be from. Yeah. I got to ask, where has Kansas City changed the most over that time for you? Where, where have you seen the most change when oh, you look back at those 25 years? You know, we've always been so proud and prideful of Kansas City. I think that goes back generations. But I think just in the last even 10 years, and I look back at the, the All-Star Game, the MLB All-Star Game in I was there. Right, 2012. I was too. And that seemed to really put our region on a roll. Mm. And uh, just the, the pride that, that people have, it's, it's unique. I mean, uh, you've been different places across the country, different airports, and you go to the Kansas City gate and everybody's wearing the Charlie Hustle KC hearts and, you know, KC hats have nothing to do with the Chiefs and the, the Royals, even though there's a lot of that. And you don't see people cruising around airports with Dallas stuff on, maybe the Dallas Cowboys or, or Denver. This is a really special place. And we as Kansas Cityans realize that and we're telling the world. And I think we're we're more uh, vociferous uh, in our voice about how we're sharing this news about an amazing place that is definitely on the rise. I mean, every so often there every generation, there are communities, cities that become more or less the it places. Mm -hmm. Austin is experiencing that and has for a while. Nashville, Charlotte has, Salt Lake. Yep. Kansas City, in our opinion, is that next it city, it region. And it's interesting you say that because we, I have a store in Nashville and we're opening in Austin and we're in Seattle and we're yeah. in Honolulu and I, and I am well-traveled. And, you know, I grew up in Denver area, right. older area, and right. folks are- Did they, they grow? They ask all the time, Matt, why, like, when are you coming back to Colorado? Right. Yeah. My, 
Never, never, you know, and say, when are you coming to Kansas city? And we have had, we have had probably a half dozen folks moved to the greater KC Metro because we have encouraged them to do so from some of these other, other cities. And so, but I I think to your question earlier, right. So be it the 2012 all-star game, like I still remember in 2001, 2002, you know, there's the tower at like 47th street and my mom when we moved here, she's like, Hey Matt, don't go North of that tower, you know? And so even to see how it's changed over the last you know, 20 years. Right. Um, let's, let's walk back a little bit. When you came on board mm-hmm. um, with the development council 25 ish years ago, yep. are the things that you're seeing, are those the goals that you set 25 years ago, finally come to fruition? Like, did you know that we would be in the conversations of call it the it city of the United States you know, 25 Matt, years later? Um, that's kind of you to put that on me, you know, my <laughs> goals, but there are so many people that have been involved with making Kansas City the place that it is becoming. And I remember when I got here from Salt Lake in 1998, and I drove downtown. And if you've been to Salt Lake, you're a Western US guy. Mm-hmm. And downtown Salt Lake is is pretty vibrant, you know, mm-hmm. a lot going on. And mm-hmm. I got to Kansas City again, keep in mind, this is 1998. Yep. And drive in and go, wow. Um, this is lacking in some things. And I saw over the course of the next 10 years, um, leaders like Mayor Barnes and, and everybody that was involved in, in really elevating our city and our region at that time. I was, I was a, a young recruiter. I was just trying to soak it all up. Say, you know, if I ever get the opportunity to be in a position, more of a leadership position, these are the things that I, I see these people doing that I want to emulate and I just want to push hard because I understand that, you know, all of us just have a certain period of time that we're active, <laughs> you know, and, and you all are, are young guys and you still got a, a, you know, a long runway. I look at my career and I've had a lot of success with my team. I'm very proud of our team and the organization, but I look at me now and I go, okay, we've got to take advantage of every opportunity right now, here and now to place Kansas city in our region in the best possible position as we move it forward. Well, Tim, it's interesting you say that because I think, I sit here in a unique position being someone who grew up in the Chicago area. My co-founder, Ben, uh, grew up in the Dallas area. We came to the city through our previous industry, which is broadcast, um, and started our company here just because we were here. And Thank what, you. And what I've learned is um, this is a fantastic place to start a company. And we have a very unique um, viewpoint of that from the standpoint of people say, you know, what's it like starting a company in Kansas City? And I right. say it's really easy because the people are nice. We can get everywhere in this country very quickly on a flight. So it doesn't stop us from being a national brand. Right. And, um, oh, by the way, the cost of living and the amenities here are fantastic. And I say all that not to make it a story about Let It Fly, but to your credit, we didn't know this place. I didn't grow up here. We, by chance, started a company here. And what we've seen is this, the structure and the like what the foundation was set by the time we got here in 2017. Right. It was set and it allowed us to be successful. So what excites me is building off of that. And when I look at the city and the airport and the World Cup, it's like we were lucky to be here when we did because it worked. And I think that only can get better from here. I mean, what is the excitement level of where this this city can go past where we're at right now with Andrew, everything that's coming? It's, it's off the charts. Yeah. I mean, you just take a step back. And first off, I want to thank you both for starting your life and your career here, you know, and building a business and enterprise here in Kansas City. Thank you. Um, just think about what's happened in the last, you know, 12 to 15 months. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, this is, 
you know, you go back to the, the mid 70s. That was a golden era for Kansas City. You had the opening of the, of the stadiums, our right. airport, our current terminal that we're phasing out was brand new then 1976, 77. So now you look at where we are today and, and how all of this is coming together. You, you mentioned flights and you mentioned yeah. the airport. Yeah. That is going to completely reset mm-hmm. the way people look at Kansas City. And, and people say, oh, yeah, I, I get that. They, some people don't get it because when this new terminal opens up, and I've been through it two or three times, it is going to be incredible. Mm-hmm. And we all know that the first and last impressions that most people have that are flying in and out of here are going to be, you know, our airport terminal. And um, that terminal has served as well for the last 40 plus years. Right. But it's, it's time. And thank goodness we're moving past that. And uh, we're talking about moving really forward. That's, I mean, I've had conversations with tech executives uh, out of Silicon Valley. And one told me, and I, I, I know this is all anecdotal, but one told me, he said, I would never bring my top executive team to Kansas City um, based upon the experience at KCI. Now that's that's pretty harsh, right? I, okay, you know, but that that was this one individual's opinion. Mm-hmm. How many other opinions, you know, are like that? You know, somebody that comes in and goes, "Well, what's what's the rest of the city?" We we call when we bring people here to Kansas City, we call it the epiphany of the visit. Because once you get people, you know this. Yeah, yep. you, you you two are we've seen you, it. You personify <laughs> it. That once you get here, it's like, man, this is much different than I thought, and it's so much better today than it was yesterday. Yep. And we're going to be so much better tomorrow than we are today. That's what's awesome about it. Yeah. And and the one last thing before I leave it, the the collaboration that exists. You know, Matt, you look at um, FIFA World Cup. You know, Kathy. Uh, Nelson and, and Catherine Holland and their teams, what they, they led that, you know, and there are a lot of people who were pulling on the rope in the same direction, but nobody cared who got the credit. You look at the NFL draft again, you, I give them the majority of the credit. They're leading it. You look at Panasonic. I mean, this is a 4,000 employee deal, you know, $4 billion worth of investment could have gone anywhere in the country. The finalists were Texas, Oklahoma, in Kansas, out and we got the site out in DeSoto. Mm-hmm. It'd be anywhere. We were losing deals like that. Right. You know, to Nashville, to Austin. I'd have people call me when they'd read about another big deal that went to one of those markets or somewhere else and go, how come we, why aren't we competing? Why aren't we winning? So we're competing. We're just not winning. Now we're winning. That's huge. Yep. What, one of the things that I imagine is maybe intriguing about your job is you look at a Nashville or an Austin, and those are cities within states. You are representing an area that right. encompasses, you, you mentioned how many counties? 18. 18 counties across two states. Right. And two states that historically have played really well together sometimes. And you said have, that really well. Have not <laughs> played really well together in other times. Yeah, you're- um, how do you... How do you work with both sides? Like, what, just what is what is that like, and how have you found and some I, success in bringing the states together to have this unified idea of what Kansas City is and the fact that it is in two states? Right. Were you going to say something? Andrew? Well, and I would also, after you answer that question, I'd love to know how that plays a role or impacts everything that gets done because that is a unique situ- situation compared to most cities. So, from your perspective, when you talk to other colleagues, I'd love to know how that comes yeah. to play. Well. <clears throat> 
you know, if, if you listen to the customer and you all are building a, a great business here by listening to the customer, it's really no different when you're representing a, a region or a city. It's a product in a very competitive marketplace. So things become a lot simpler if you listen to the customer. And that's what we've always tried to do because most every uh, individual that represents a company that's evaluating a relocation or expansion, when they evaluate Kansas City and have that first contact, they have no idea, you know, differences between Kansas City, Kansas, Kansas City, Missouri, mm-hmm. the Northland. They, they, it really blows their mind, you know, when they come in and say, okay, the airport, are we in Missouri? And when do we get to Kansas? Yep. And, and our job is to make those lines go away. Yeah, because the customer doesn't really understand where those lines are. They just they look at the region just like they look at the Front Range, Denver. They look at Nashville. They look at Dallas and Fort Worth. It's an experience. It's an experience. <clears throat> so we take all those lines away. We listen to the customer, and then we let the product compete. Mm-hmm. And you know we call our our organization more or less. It's a coalition of the willing. You know, there's no mandate that Missouri or Kansas or Kansas City, Missouri, Kansas City, Kansas, Johnson County, you, you fill in the blanks. Mm-hmm. We all know the places here that they participate and support KCADC in this regional initiative. But they do so because they understand that that's what the customer wants. It's not about the individual community. And they know that if we're successful on behalf of the region, that they've got a better chance to win. And, and I tell you, this Panasonic deal, yeah. I give a tremendous amount of credit to Lieutenant Governor Toland. He led that. He was the tip of the spear. His team's amazing. Governor Kelly, amazing. But they, they knew that because they approached the Panasonic deal like, this is just all Kansas. This is just going to be DeSoto and, and just basically forgetting about half the market. It, we wouldn't be here today. They realized they needed Kansas City, Missouri. They needed all the Missouri side. They needed all 2.3 million people to make that work. So, so with that, and you mentioned, you know, you're, you get to be tip of the spear sometimes as well yeah, with some of these other conversations or people were saying, Hey, I, we wouldn't even consider Kansas city because of the airport, or we would consider Kansas city because of this. As far as the logistics of your role, when someone says, Hey, we want to come in, and we want to build a new headquarters or we want to invest or we want to be a part of the growth here. Are you facilitating conversations where you say, hey, we have great banking partners. You know, let me call it Mata Emprise. Are you helping them know some of the other investment opportunities or like what does that look like for you as far as just being a connector of people who are all trying to drive Kansas City forward? That, that's a great question. And that's truly what KCDC is. We connect mm-hmm. businesses, people to opportunities. And uh, Matt, the team, Trey at, 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 at Emprise, they're fantastic. They get that. I mean, they're building their footprint in uh, the Kansas City region. They've been so successful in other markets, primarily, right, Wichita and yep. in South Kansas. So they see that. So it's our job when we have a, a new a client come in, a new project that's evaluating Kansas City. And they say, hey, what about a banking opportunity or what about a banking partner? What about legal help or accounting, real estate? I can go on and on. That's the beauty of our model Yeah, that we have all this support. And the fact that 84% of our funding comes from the private sector. Mm-hmm. Most regional economic development groups or economic development groups, it's the flip. Most of the funding or support 
comes from the public sector. There's nothing wrong with that. But I've always been like, hey, I want the private sector leading our organization. Why? Because our customer is the private sector. Nine, 99 out of 100 deals that we work, it's going to be with the private sector. Right. The USDA a couple of years ago, that was a big win, moving their uh, headquarters from Washington, D.C. You know, we competed with 154 markets across the country. Mm. We have tremendous animal health, ag strengths in our region, and we leverage that. Sure. But, you know, that's what we do. We bring it all together. We've got this amazing product, you know, 18 counties, you know, the, the shape, the outline on the yep. map. But in the middle of that, there's a lot of gray. Yeah, yeah. On the edges, it's black and white. We'll go outside of that. There are things that we cannot do or not going to do ever. But in, the, in all of that, there's so many shades of gray, so much nuance. And you asked me earlier, Matt, why, in a sense, why do I do that here? Why am I involved here? I love that. I, I get off on the nuance, <laughs> the complexity, the gray. I mean, there's a lot of places I could go. Um, people on my team who I believe are the best in the country, they could go other places, but they do it here because the challenge and because of this, the uniqueness of our product. I have one complex question get before it. we might go to your no, final thing yeah. um, off of that. This is the former sports journalist in me who needs yeah. to know your perspective on this. I was on the Internet and I saw something go viral Uh-oh. of San Diego getting a downtown baseball stadium and what the what the city looked like in that area. And then you fast forwarded five years Right. And the development that happened around it. I'm not asking you your opinion on downtown baseball, but <laughs> someone who has a role in how this city grows and what happens to it. I'm curious what you think something like that downtown could do for Kansas City if that were to happen. Oh, it would be a, it'd have a tremendous catalytic event uh, or um, impact on that area of downtown and, and downtown writ large. Right. Um, I would I'll, I'll say this. I believe it's going to happen. Uh, I believe it's going to happen because the customer, the Royals, the ownership wants it to happen. Yeah. They know that it's existential to that franchise to get closer to a core demographic. Mm-hmm. And I'm looking at the demographic in here. It's you all. We would it's, go. It's, it's, it's not me. <laughs> I mean, you know what the yeah. average, you know what the demographic of a baseball fan, a major league baseball fan is? About 37 no, you're looking at him. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. 58 year old white guy. Yeah. Okay. They've got to get closer to uh, a rising demographic, a younger demographic, um, maybe a more casual fan. Tim, do you know where my employees come from? They come from Syracuse. They come from Texas A&M. They come from Waco. And what do they do? They look at the crossroads and they say, I want to live around there. Exactly. And then they live around there. And if there's a baseball game play, being played down the street, where are they going to go after work? That's exactly right. So I, I'm, I, that's why I asked, because I, as someone who's invested in this city deeply now and cares about it, coming from Chicago, seeing what Wrigleyville was, look, we know it can work, but I, I want to know your opinion because I see what happened at San Diego. I'm like, that could be Kansas City. I really mm-hmm. do. You know, it, it's going to happen regardless of where it happens downtown. Yeah. You know, uh, there are two or three sites that uh, I've seen, read about, heard in presentations. Regardless of where it goes, I don't care. Um, it's going to, I believe it's going to happen Yeah, because they have to have it happen. And you're an Oklahoma guy. You saw it happen with Tulsa with a minor league stadium. Minor league, downtown. you know, it happened in, in downtown Oklahoma City yeah. uh, on, a, on a much different right. scale. Sure. Right. Um, but I believe it's going to happen. Cool. I don't know anything else other than that, <laughs> but that's just my opinion. Yeah. Um, 
I, I think uh, it, it will because that's what uh, has to happen. I, I have one more. I mean, this is going to be let me be let me be pretty brief. Well, it's because our guest is amazing. I know I mean, you don't it have is. this opportunity. I so. haven't been very brief. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so before I get to my final question, uh, 25 years look back. Right. And in the next years, not to say they're set in stone, but we know the World Cup is coming. We we know the NFL draft is coming. We know a new airport is coming. We know there's a lot of talk about, you know, lengthening, uh, you know, our, our public transportation lines. Um, as far as what you and now it's execution for those things, right? We just right. have to execute them. What are the what's the next phase of dreams or things that you hope will happen in Kansas City over the next 10, 15, 20 years that you that you think that we're going to be able to achieve that are going to change continually the face of the city? Dude, these are great questions. We're pretty yeah, amazing. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I tell you, uh, because you're, you're, you're rolling right into what um, we're having conversations about right now. So you talk about World Cup. Mm-hmm. The world will be focused here. Think about that. Yeah. Huge. You know, you're a Chicago guy. You yeah. know, Chicago, I, I guarantee, you know, they're clutching their pearls up there yeah. right now because they screwed up. Right. They did, you know, Kansas City. This is I'm a they woke up that day and go, what? Yeah. You know, they can't, because again, you talk about collaboration, mm-hmm. you talk about process. You know, we do that really well here, controlling the process, owning the process. That's what we did with Panasonic. That's what was done, certainly, with, with World Cup. I go on and on and on. But <clears throat> the events are fine. You know, we're going to run the events, the, the matches, all that will be great. But to your question, what are we, how are we going to leverage that? Yep. You know, what's, what's the legacy? How are we going to use that to, to really advance Kansas City much further than we ever could have imagined prior to that? And there's a lot of really smart people, creative people, you all need to be a part of that, that are in our region right now. They're talking about it. Mm-hmm. How do we, how do we do that? A good friend of mine, Joe Reardon, who runs the Kansas City Chamber, he and I are talking about that all the time. There are other, you know, Kathy Nelson, you know, Cliff Phillick, all these, these people who have done a lot for Kansas City. Now it's okay. Let's leverage this. The events are fine. Right. The, the matches are fine. That, but it's it's not about just hosting five or six matches. It's about what we do with that. Yep, yeah. that's it. It's, yep. And uh, and you know it's three and a half years. It ain't that long, nope. yeah. you know. Well, we'll uh, we'll plan on having you back on the podcast. In oh, I'd love to. Three I'd love to come back. And, you know, and, and we'll, I'd love we'll to check come back. in on what's yeah. going. But uh, to get to the last question, you know, aside from getting married, from having kids, and this does have to be a work question. Although it can be. It can be. It can be. What is the coolest thing that you have ever done? The coolest thing that I've ever done? Uh, Probably recent in that I'm now a grandfather. And uh, I'm very happy. See how he he skirted around around the kid question? I'll take it. I'll accept it. Please continue. (laughs) Please continue. That's amazing. You know, from a a personal side, it's got to be because I'm very proud of my children and my, my oldest daughter and my son-in-law are amazing parents and they're doing a hell of a job. But from a professional side, I, I'd say this, that I didn't know if I wanted to be a CEO. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'd been with KCADC for you know a number of years. And I thought, you know, if I'm ever gonna really, really go for it, I needed to, to go for it. And I only have so much time. We all do, right? right. Only, and the timing was, was right. And um, I showed leadership to myself. I'm proud of that. It's the best decision I ever made. 
to say, you know what, I'm going to go for it. And it hasn't been perfect. Far from it. I've learned a lot. I learned something every day. Um, but what really compelled me to do it is that we have a fantastic organization, had great leadership. I'm only the third CEO of KCADC. KCADC has been around since 1976. We're like wow. the Pittsburgh Steelers, <laughs> you know? And uh, so I, the, my predecessor, Bob Marcus, did a fantastic job. When this opportunity came up, I talked to my wife about it. And I go, you know, I, I don't know if I, but I, I'm, I'm going to do it. And I'm, I'm so proud of myself, uh, but I would have never done it without the team that I have at KCADC because they stood behind me. They support, support me every day. Uh, I push them hard. They push me hard and uh, we're getting better. And uh, I'm just really proud of that. That's awesome. Well, Tim, on, on behalf of Emprise Bank, Let It Fly Studios, uh, Swell Spark and the absent Jay Rieger and Co. Distillery. Pretty good whiskey. I had to throw one. Bar I've in got there. some water here. And I, I got the whiskey. <laughs> <laughs> it's Friday. Uh, you know, we're as business owners in Kansas City, we're so grateful for what you're doing. Um, yes. Thank you for leading the charge, and uh, we are so excited to see how our con- our city continues to grow and change and become better every day. This thanks, was amazing, guys. Here. Thanks thank for you, having me and uh, for all you're doing. Um, we need you all doing exactly this, and a lot more of you coming from Chicago and coming from uh, Boulder and, and Denver, uh, and, and they are. And, and then we will. become Kansas Citians. They're they're Kansas never leaves right. us. That's right. <laughs> Cheers. Cheers to that. Yep. Thanks, Tim. Awesome. Thank you.